0: Butane, isobutane, propane. In case you're wondering, I am not trying to start a fire. I actually just read off the first three ingredients of a very popular dry shampoo. It does come with a warning that it's extremely flammable. Have you ever realized that you are actually putting flammables and basically gasoline in your hair and on top of your scalp? Well, guess what? My friend Carly and I have a solution for you today. I've known Carly for seven years and I've recently reconnected with her through Facebook. She has since moved to Charlotte, gotten married, and now she's starting her own company called Sift Naturals. The inspiration and the story behind Sift Naturals and why she wanted to create a non-flammable dry shampoo that is actually healthy for your hair, it goes beyond hair. It actually has something to do with a health diagnosis and some of the lessons that she has to learn throughout life and in self-care. So you're really going to want to listen to this and you're going to be inspired. You are tuning in to For Better Self and Net Worth Podcast. This is a podcast where I encourage you to live the life of your dreams by adopting the right mindset, navigating through tough challenges, and respecting your bank account. I interview entrepreneurs and empire builders from across the globe as they share how they have come to live the lives of their dreams and the challenges they had to break through. I also have a few solo episodes where I talk about the lessons learned and navigating in a world full of naysayers, negative mindsets, and money grabbers. I personally believe that attitude is everything and with the right attitude, you can get the life that you dream of. I'm so glad you're on this journey with me. If you're listening, make sure you have hit the subscribe button and on Apple, give me some love by leaving a review. Most of all, I hope every episode you hear on here leaves you inspired and on fire to live your best life without breaking the bank. Welcome back everyone to For Better Self and Net Worth. It's been two long weeks, but it's going to be worth the wait. I have a friend of mine with me today. Her name is Carly Smith. Carly, actually Miller. Carly
1: Miller. That's right. Carly Miller.
0: (laughs) I have known her for seven years now, we lived in the same apartment complex. We used to hang out by the pool together. We had a lot in common. We both worked in agencies before. We both had that marketing background. And I was super proud to see a week ago that Carly is starting her own business and she is promoting a product that I personally cannot live without. And that is dry shampoo. But through the years, I've been doing a lot of research and I've learned that, and I've talked about this before on another show, that my dry shampoo that I've been using, it's a very popular brand, starts with a B. I don't even know how to pronounce it, Batiste. I looked at the ingredients on it and guys, it's its basically gasoline. So it's going to go off in price. <laughs> it's basically gasoline in a can. So I'm always looking for ways. And other beauty products, but especially dry shampoo, because I can't live without dry shampoo. And Carly's got an amazing product that she's working on that she's going to share with us today. And she's also going to share us her journey and how she came to this discovery of Sift Naturals. That's right. That's right, guys. Um, just like Ella said,
1: this dry shampoo aerosol that we all know and love so much, right? There's so much stuff in it. I mean, LPGs, so liquid petro- petroleum gases. You can literally like have a cookout with this thing. It's, it's, wild. <laughs> start your grill up if you're out of propane because <laughs> that's basically Some what women don't grill. Our hair would, <laughs> <laughs> our hair flames. That's right. That's right. Um so yeah I've really just kind of been on this journey of Of figuring out, you know, how I can make this product better. I looked at it one day and I had that revelation where I was like, man, this just doesn't feel right. So how can we make this better? And, you know, that's kind of led to more clean beauty research than I'd like to admit, but, um, it's been fun. It's been really, really great. Just learning how to, you know, be a better advocate for your health and just clean up our lifestyles a little bit.
0: Not to mention environmentally friendly. Hey, that's right there too. Cans. That's something yeah. I've also been more intentional about: just being more eco-friendly, leaving a lower carbon footprint. Oh yeah, on Definitely. the earth.
1: Definitely recycling whenever you can, and um, yeah, just get getting better products in general. You know.
0: Yeah, and what was your inspiration to leave the the cushy corporate job <laughs> into starting your own business and? why was it dry shampoo?
1: That is such a good question. It's been pretty wild. So you know, like, like you said, we had in common the the marketing agencies. Right. And I had been there for like 10 years, not at the same agency. I had hopped around a little bit and, um, you know, got my, got my feet totally, uh, drenched <laughs> in the marketing world, learned so much and enjoyed so much about it. Um, it gave me a lot of confidence actually to go out on my own and start my own business because I felt like, ah, eh, I'm not really an expert in this, but I have been around it enough, uh, kind of like, you know, taking it in through osmosis yeah. <laughs> to, to know what needs to be done. But, Um, I got really burnt out, you know, agencies like to work you long hours and, and make you wear about 10 different hats instead of the one that you might be hired for so I got really burnt out, Um, my health was really taking a toll, I'd gained a little bit of weight. Um, my skin wasn't acting like it was supposed to, I was losing some of my hair and I had recently gotten diagnosed with PCOS, uh, polycystic ovarian syndrome, which a lot of those things, the skin, the weight gay and the hair are symptoms of PCOS. It kind of shows up differently for, for everybody. But as I started researching that in my off time from agency life, I Realized that you know the stress of my job was probably a big uh, factor in how my pcOS symptoms were showing up. and then also looking into just how to heal my body. Um, for the PCOS, you know, like, what do I need to eat? What do I need to put on my skin? How are these products that I'm using uh, as far as cleaning products and also beauty products really affecting um, my PCOS and how my body is acting at this time? So looking into all those things, I picked up my dry shampoo one day and you know, I'd kind of had that little voice in the back of my head. Like you were saying, this, like, this doesn't taste right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you spray it out and you're like, Oh my God, this is like overtaking my lungs as I'm spraying it onto my hair. Um, it definitely doesn't feel natural and healthy. So what would an alternative be? So I ventured into powder, dry shampoos and I couldn't really find anything great on the market. So one, They're day- a little
0: tankier. you have to like shampoo them in. I- yeah. Yeah. You know, like our shampoos.
1: some of them are in um, like a salt shaker, basically. And <laughs> it's like, well, how do I apply this? Well, especially if I have a black shirt on, um, do I need to wrap a towel around me and then put it in? Or, you know, how do I put this in my hand and in my palm and then get it onto my scalp without dumping it all over myself? Um, so I just looked at it one day and was like, you know what? I can make this better. And everything kind of culminated. I preemptively quit my job. So I I had not even started SIFT yet. I was just like, I talked to my husband and was just like, look, I can't do this anymore. It's not good for my health. It's not good for our relationship. It's not good for anything. Obviously not having the paycheck is going to hurt like hell, but let's see what we can make happen. And so I just started dreaming things up and, and, SIFT was the brainchild of that little experience. And I've just been running full force since then, you know, researching things, learning things and, and trying to get you guys this awesome product out there. It's been a great experience. so yes. far.
0: And definitely follow SIFT Naturals on Instagram also go to the website, sign up for the email list. So you'll know when this product's going to come to hand. It's going to be TSA friendly. Yes. Most of my listeners that I engage with, they love to travel. That's one thing that they want. That's one of their motivators, what they save money for, what they make money for is being able to travel. So that's huge yeah. being all natural and having ingredients that actually are healthy for your hair, as opposed to some of the ones that are drying your hair out. Yeah, that's right.
1: The ingredients in this thing are incredible. So we we start with rice starch, which is this small molecule that has all these awesome vitamins and minerals in it. So nourishing for your hair and scalp. And that's kind of what our whole mantra is at SIFT. You know, we want to create products that start at the root of these issues that we have with our hair and with our health and build from there, you know, get to the the cause of the problem. So let's start with the scalp, right? Not even with the hair follicle. Let's start below that. One thing that I learned through this process that I thought was crazy interesting is that your scalp absorbs five times the rate of the skin on anywhere, uh, anywhere else on your body. So you're absorbing so much more product through your scalp with your shampoo, your conditioner, your hairspray, anything, than you are on, you know, your arm, if you put lotion on your arm or something. Um, So I thought that was crazy interesting. So, I mean, even more important, right. To make sure that you're using a really good product. Um, So natural ingredients are great for that. And not just for people with PCOS, you know, I think we're all kind of at this point in our lives in America where we're trying to clean things up a little bit for ourselves and for the environment. So switching to clean products is a way for us to kind of contribute to that. Yeah. Not only to patronize a business that you believe in, but also to help the environment and start creating that shift through the U S and the world to move to products that we feel better about, um, about spending our money at, and we feel better at standing behind stuff that we can, um, happily recommend to our friends, you know, and know that it's a good product all the way around for sustainability, uh, cleanliness and our health.
0: And something else I love about it is it's going to last longer than these tall aerosol cans you're buying.
1: That's right. So it's going this to a lot more for your money. Uh huh. So you're going to spend a little bit more, but like you just said, you're going to get so much more for it. So this bottle, um, it's like, like Ella said, it's, it's TSA friendly. So it's much smaller than your aerosol can. So it's easier to carry around with you. It doesn't take up as much space. It will last you up to three months and maybe a little longer, depending on how often you use your dry shampoo. I'd say if you use it three to four times a week, you're going to get about three months out of it. If you use use it once a week. Oh my gosh, probably six months. Um, so spending the $22 for the product, you're getting so much more. I mean, if you add up, what does Batiste cost nowadays? Is it like anywhere between
0: eight, $11? Yeah. Like $10 a bottle. Yeah. going to go up because I mean, it's basically gasoline. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. It's about $10 a bottle. And I know Purology, the brand that the hairdresser recommends it's $30 a bottle. Yeah. And that doesn't last me a month. Yep. It works That's well, but I want something that lasts longer and I want something that travels better.
1: Mm-hmm. And I, I think one, of uh, one of the powder dry shampoos that I have tried that I, I kind of liked, it was like, I'm going to say $32, so, I mean, yeah. that's $10 more, you know, and it worked good, but I'm I'm going to go out there on a limb and say that, that Sift works better and the ingredients in it were, this wasn't an all natural product. So I guess I can just leave it at that.
0: Yeah. And I've seen your videos where you're using the Sift, you're going up to five days.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just did six. I washed my hair last night. I, I couldn't take it anymore. I have pretty greasy hair. So, for me to get six days out of this dry shampoo without washing it and without curling it, it's pretty amazing. That I mean, incredible.
0: And it, your hair looks awesome. Thank you. Thank I you. Mean, the listeners can't see it, but I can. And they're going to go in, follow you, and see your videos. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Check it out. I just made a highlight of it this morning. So you can go back and recap what the six days looks like. And, uh, to be 100% honest with you, I did nothing to my hair in between those times. What you see in the video is what I did. It's fast forward, fast forwarded. So it's like, you know, anywhere from 15 to 30 seconds of me fixing my hair, I'd say it took, you know, two minutes a day. And I just let it roll. It's, that's it's amazing. pretty awesome. So if we can all save time on our hair, right?
0: Let's do it. Because yeah. we got other things to do. <laughs> I do want to revisit the conversation about burnout. Yeah. Because that's something that I think we've all dealt with. We work ourselves so hard to attain a certain title. And we get that title. We're working hard again, especially in... I know marketing it's a common conversation to say you're wearing a lot of hats. not only are you're doing marketing, you're doing accounting, you're an administrative assistant. I felt like when I worked in advertising, and I was told this is I kind of had to be a mind reader and think of my bosses and my clients' needs ahead of my own mm-hmm. yeah. and that can be really frustrating. Yeah. uh, Gosh,
1: burnout. It's like such a topic now, right? Especially it's been really interesting with COVID and seeing all these conversations come out about how many people are leaving their jobs and just like almost having this great awakening of people being like, this is bs i'm not going to do it anymore right <laughs> and i'm i'm very curious to find out like what that correlation is between covid and a lot more people working from home and then having this awakening to where people are feeling more burnout like where people just worked harder because they had to work from home where the the boundaries of work and regular life like really um crossed too much to where people felt like they were working all the time uh very very interesting but I think you know kind of a theme that we've talked about already just like being your own advocate so if you are feeling a certain type of way about your job and you know like you're being burnt out talk to somebody at least you know that we We all can't up and leave our job and and go and do something else. It's not always that easy. There has to be kind of a plan in place. Um, But at the same time, it can be that easy if you want to make it happen. So if you have a dream or a passion or something that you want to look into, you know, block an hour off every day to where you research what you could do to get into that field what you could do to chase that dream. And just make sure that you're scratching that itch too, because the minute that I started investing time in myself into this sick venture, man, I started feeling so much better. You know, the light at the end of the tunnel got much, much bigger. And, um, There's a lot of things that are attainable. One of my favorite quotes is everything that you want is on the other side of fear.
0: Oh, I love that. Don't
1: know who said it or where it came from, but I just, I tell myself that on the reg because jumping out and, you know, you starting this podcast, me starting SIF naturals, anybody doing anything that's out of the regular box of the day is, um, it's scary. It's scary.
0: I'd say 10 out of 10 times it's worth it. Yeah. You know? It's never I, think, I think when you have a desire, then that desire is meant to grow into something. For me, mm-hmm. I, I like the job I have now. I have a great corporate job. I work for an awesome company. Outside sales, it does give me a lot more flexibility than advertising did. Advertising, I was working so many hours a week. I was working maybe 60 hours a week for half of what I make now. Oh, yeah. And you're chained to your desk the whole time. It feels like, you know, feels like it. And
1: I wish I had a running track record of how many emails I've sent.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Counter by your desk. Yeah, it would be scary. It's so scary. scary. And just, I remember I had to be an accountant. I had to learn how to, you know, be a master at Excel for my job. Yep. I said, you know, I could probably be making a lot more money if I'm having to do business plans and be an accountant, or I could probably, what else? An event planner. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Yep. And uh, just running errands. And I even saw the person that I was working under, I saw what she did, and she loved what she did, but she was so consumed by her job. She was 42, constantly burned out. She had the things she had the condo and the Gulch. She had the nice car. Her, but her social circle was people that she worked with was yep. clients.
1: Yep. That I believe it. it. I believe it 100%. And it, it's so easy to get sucked into that corporate carrot dangling, you know, and, mm-hmm. and you do get a lot for it and there is a lot of reward, but it, it's a different kind of reward than I want. Yeah. Um, and I think it works for some people and some people are wired that way and other people kind of have that wondering, wonderless mentality where it's like, yeah, what else is out there, you know? And and that's okay. And I think our society is really waking up to that a lot, especially with COVID and everything of, you know, let, let's figure out what you really wanna do and go after that. Yeah, so I'm hoping that within, you know, the next- 10, 15, 20, 30 years, we just see a lot more people being comfortable in, in being successful monetarily and with their health by chasing the dreams of, you know, being an artist or being something that's just out of the box, something that you don't see people making up their own career paths. Yes. And not working 100%. for percent yeah, kind of like back in the day, you know, taking it back to like blacksmiths and (laughs) like people, they saw that opportunity to do this one job and that was what they did. And it worked for them. It it doesn't have to be um, this complicated, crazy corporate thing that we're set to believe um,
0: whenever we graduate college, you know? Yeah. That we were programmed to in yeah. College, you got to get the right job. You got to get in with the right company. You know, I went in. I know when I was twenty two, I was a hundred percent not myself because I was wiring myself to impress others. Oh yeah, yeah. You care way too much about what people think in your twenties. Yes, it's crazy. And I remember being nervous all the time, feeling anxious. Mm-hmm. And now I look back and I think I a hundred percent knew what I was doing. Yep. I just got so caught up in making everyone else happy that I was stressing myself out. Yep.
1: Do you, do you happen to know what your Enneagram number is?
0: It's a three with a
1: wing of four. Oh, wow. I was going to put you at a two just by saying that, um, what you just said, I'm a two with a wing three. So we're very close there.
0: I did hear a theory that if you With your one enneagram, so if you're an enneagram three, you kind of have both wings. So got three wing four, but you you're kind of the other as well. So I'm the helper. Three is the achiever. So two with the wing of three is a host, and then three with the wing of the four is an actor. Which that's what I wanted to do growing up. As I wanted to act, I wanted to entertain people. (laughs) I I can see that. that. Yeah, salespeople are actresses and actors. Somebody told me that as a okay, I'll go with it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's totally right though. I mean, selling stuff is, that's an art form. 100%. Yeah. It's improvisation. provision. Mm-hmm. Yep. You got to ask a lot of questions, deal with a lot of rejection, you know, overcoming yes. that is like, that's huge.
0: It, it really is. You deal not a lot of rejection, you deal not have a lot of pushback. So you just have to be ready for really anything that something throws at you. And then, It's achievement based. So if you're not getting the results, you just feel on pins and needles. Yeah. And then we do get the results. You kind of get wired up in this thing. It's like, okay, is what I'm doing being appreciated? Yeah. Yeah. But imagine a world where everybody is putting something out into it, is doing something, whether it's career or hobby that lights their heart on fire. They're excited about
1: so much of a better place. Yeah. (laughs) No more road rage.
0: (laughs) No more road rage. I go, I go to networking groups and I meet people that are their their attorneys, there's people that have their own businesses, there's boutique owners, photographers, real estate agents. And I say, Hey, I do a podcast and I help promote other small business owners. And it's kind of out of the ordinary. Yeah. But somebody said, Hey, I can tell that you really love this podcast. And I've had people say, Hey, can I be on your show? Just hearing about it. And what I really love about these networking groups is you're kind of meeting other people that are really passionate about what they do. Yeah. And putting it out into the world. And that's just in itself is so inspiring.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. And you automatically go into the situation like having that in common, you know. Yes. That commonality right off the bat, which is really, really cool. Yes. I and mean, yes. you and I haven't haven't talked in quite some time, and you know, we got on the phone here today and talked a little bit before this, and it was like we kind of hit the ground running, you know. And I right?
0: picked up that's where fun. we left off. I need to come to North Carolina. I've got nephews in Raleigh.
1: Yes, definitely. If you have friends a friend in here
0: Charlotte. in Charlotte come visit. I love that. We would just, it would just be like, we never left off. Cause we both have different <laughs> lifestyles. Now we both do a lot less partying, going to bed early. We're on that health journey. Oh yeah. Yeah. It would look different than it used to at good old woodland <laughs> point, but uh, <laughs> it would be great. Nonetheless, <laughs> doing all the yoga. And then we talk about the clean beauty. You talk about the diagnosis. I meet so many women and talk to so many women, and then myself included, who have been diagnosed with PCLS. And we're kind of left with kind of a band aid because that was when I was diagnosed with it. My doctor just said, Well, you need to be on birth control for the rest of your life. And when you're ready to get pregnant, we'll put you on Clomed. Mm-hmm. We might have to put you on metformin, by the way. It, she even said it looks differently for everybody, there's different types of symptoms. For some people, sometimes the symptoms just go away on their own or after I'm pregnant or, Hey, you know what? Maybe you should eat less carbs, but don't go on the keto diet. That was the same <laughs> sentence. She said, eat less carbs, but don't go on the keto diet. So when you get this diagnosis, you kind of feel like you're left with a bandaid. You kind of feel lost. Don't know where to look. I have friends with PCOS that have way more is aspirated symptoms. hmm that are struggling with so many more things. Some people have heavy periods, some people have light periods. Some women are having more skin issues. Some women lose hair. I actually have more hair than I used to. It, yeah. it it's it's, it's so just
1: weird. It it, it's so crazy how it shows up. I mean, and I, I understand why there's so little to say about it from a doctor's perspective. In a way, just because it is so different for everybody. But, you know, the lack of support that you have from a Western medical system is just crazy. So yeah. I think, you know, the best thing that you can do with that diagnosis is, you know, like like I've said, kind of be your own advocate, figure Being out advocate. Yeah. what works for you. And, you know, it all starts with what you put in, though you know, what, you put in what, your put body. On, what what are you, what are you eating? What are you drinking? What are you putting on your body? What are you putting on your scalp? What are you putting on your hair? And that's really, you know, how this product came about. Like I said, it was, it was a culmination of, uh, being burned out at work and being stressed out and really looking into my PCOS and how I could heal myself and getting a product out there that is good for everybody. And that helps people in more ways than one. Like I said before, not just with PCOS, but how can we just be healthier as a world, as a people in general?
0: Yeah. I don't know one woman that does not rely heavily on dry shampoo. (laughs) Very much prominent. The right dry shampoo is going to be better than washing your hair so many times a week. Oh yeah. And the thing
1: I love about this powder dry shampoo is that it nourishes all week long. You know, when you're using the aerosol and let's say you use it for four or five days, first of all, your hair is not going to feel really great. Um, it's going to be hard to style it because it kind of gets like that stickiness you've breathed it in all week. So it's just like, there's really not a whole lot good about it other than, Okay, you've gotten to like day four or five. Maybe it's not great, but you've gotten there with the powder. It's looking great every day. You're adding volume and you're adding nourishing minerals and vitamins to your hair as you go along. And this is kind of really, really cool. This is one of my favorite things about it. So I just recently did my six days of trying this dry shampoo as my Instagram stories, you know, showing you guys what that looked like. Um, If you haven't seen that yet, go to my Instagram and check it out. But when I washed my hair last night and it got that first little bit of moisture from the water, it almost makes a hair mask. Like it feels so velvety and smooth. It just feels good. You don't feel like you're washing out all of this residue because you're really not. It's all natural powders. And so it's going to come out of your hair easy. And it just makes your hair feel velvety because you kind of have the oils in there that you've built up all week that have also nourished your hair and your scalp. You know, we're supposed to have those. You're not supposed to shampoo your hair every day and get rid of those. Um, So you have all of that beautiful package of powder, minerals and nourishment and your natural oils that you're rinsing out and it just feels so good
0: I love that yeah because in the past with dry shampoo the chalkiness of it you're washing that out of your hair and of course it's drying that's why it works the way it does right and then now you're putting and most shampoos and there's some, there's some shampoos that don't but a lot of the shampoos in the market the more popular ones even the salon recommended shampoos Mm -hmm. The ones that say they're all natural have these sulfates in them. Basically the same thing you clean your floor with. Yep. In your hair drying it out. And then you have to use conditioner just to moisturize it. Yeah. Just to bring it back
1: to life. Or you're going to have like a, a head
0: full of straw. Yeah. I, I was in a phase about four years ago where I was washing my hair every single day. Mm -hmm. And I had to really train it to where I did not have to do that. I think I'm on day three now. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. And it is a process for that too. You know, it's like, if you're new to dry shampoo or even switching from the aerosol to the powder, you're not going to go right from one day to six days, you know, work yourself up to it and and do whatever is comfortable. You know, if you're only comfortable with one to two days, that's great. If that's what works for you and your hair, everybody's hair is different, Mm -hmm. Uh, but just do what's comfortable and, and play with it and see what works. But the good thing is, you know, going longer with, um, outwashing it, saving yourself time and having great hair. I mean, it's a win-win,
0: right? Absolutely. <laughs> I have great hair. And we all want to, if we're in a situation, we're doing a work presentation, we're going out, visiting our accounts or we're showing up for anything. The hair is probably the most important part. Yeah. how your hair styled. And then, you know, a little bit of lipstick, eyeliner, whatever you need to do but I love the clean beauty. I've been kind of on that journey this year going to acupuncturist. I do, I go to my doctor, my Western medicine doctor, and then I go to a holistic doctor and, you know, being my own advocate, go doing my own journey with it. And I've seen a lot of great results that way.
1: That's so cool. I love that you're doing both. Have you had like a lot of, um, like any contradictions between the two or like, what's been the coolest thing that you've seen by having
0: both of those perspectives? Well, I will be honest. When I first started going to my acupuncturist, I was very skeptical. Now she worked in the labs for a lot of pharmaceutical companies. I don't know if I can say which pharmaceutical companies, but well-known pharmaceutical companies. Mm-hmm. And she had, and she also had PCOS. So she struggled with that on her own and basically started, she does acupuncture. She does facials. Just a lot of pampering type things, but she says that, you know, she's not anti-Western medicine, but taking the holistic approach. She's all about empowering the patients, educating them on what's worked naturally. So she had me on seed cycling, which sounded outrageous. I did some research on it and a lot of the medical professionals said, no, this doesn't work. Don't try it. But I... Honestly, wanted to be off birth control so bad with the way it was draining my energy. Researching that birth control is carcinogenic. She also believes that birth control can cause PCOS. Crazy. I don't know if that's verified or not, but also I had a roommate last year and she swore by acupuncture. I thought it was kind of crazy. I'm terrified of needles, but at this point I said, you know what? She's got so many five-star reviews. So many people that are swearing by her, so many people that say they got pregnant by going to her, that they regulated their cycle, and so many people with PCOS that were visiting her. Let's let's give this a try. Try. Yeah, we're not? The seed cycling, and it may be the seed cycling, it may be coincidence, but the seed cycling along with some organic vitamins and minerals, chase berry, has worked for me, has gotten me on a 29-day cycle, which is huge because my cycle was 30 to 40 days before that. Yeah.
1: That's amazing. And, I have read about the seed cycling. But I've never done it myself. So that's really interesting. It, it's
0: crazy. And then the chasberry, and then even she was talking to me, she's very honest about nutrition. She said, you know, white bread, enjoy in moderation, but really look at, you know, your whole grains, your quinoas, fruits and vegetables. She also said, so I'm lactose intolerant. I love dairy, but I can't process it. She said, well, if you want to do dairy, if you want to splurge, go with a, like an all natural Hattie Jane's creamery where they use responsible dairy, even Culver's, which is fast food. They use a more responsibly sourced dairy. She said, Mm -hmm. go for, you know, the hormone free and see how that works with you. Turns out I can eat some higher end ice creams. Yes, I want to enjoy a latte as long as it's made with a good quality ingredient, not just the heavily processed stuff.
1: That is so awesome. Yeah, Yeah, that that's been kind of part of my journey, too, in a way like I um, I went I was following this account and it was very much like no coffee, no dairy, no carbs. I mean, it it cut out everything, no sugar, you know, medical
0: medium, because I have a lot of people raving about him and I'm not I just don't know about it.
1: It, it wasn't him. Um, it was some PCOS specific account. I think she was okay. based
0: in Australia.
1: Um, very intense though. So I was like, oh gosh, if this is what I have to do, you know, let me try. And so I, I went that route and obviously it didn't last very long because who can just eat meat and vegetables like all the time? Yeah, <laughs> no, I know. It was so stressful. I was like, mm-hmm. this is terrible. I have no joy in in my food and I love food. I love to eat. So I found this other girl, um, Jessica Ash wellness and super great follow. I mean, she's got some hot takes in there, but she is a huge proponent of don't really cut anything out other than like highly processed stuff. You know, like if it's organic, if it's high quality, Uh, like you're saying about the dairy, then go for it. And odds are you can probably handle it. Your stomach can handle it. You'll process it the way you're supposed to. Um, I mean, she's the reason I switched from almond milk back to just high quality, you know, no hormone milk, 2% milk. And it's been great. It's interesting because almond milk wasn't the answer for me either. Yeah, right. And it's like all these people were raving about it. And I I don't think, I don't know. I don't know.
0: I think it works for some people, but it it didn't work for me. (laughs) No. And the other interesting thing is, she said grass-fed beef instead Mm -hmm. of regular beef. Yes. Well, I cut beef out at that point, but a grass-fed steak, I'm fine. And you know, Mm -hmm. more seafood and what you said—it's all about finding what works out for you. I I follow Jolene Brighton. She's an MD that specializes in women's health, and she has a more strict diet plan. She also talks about the different supplements she talked, but she goes into talking about the different types of PCOS and what you probably have. Mm -hmm. I think I have the pill induced PCOS, which some people say, yeah, that's not a thing. It's not because birth control didn't cause it, but I never really had that issue until I tried to go off birth control. So that's kind of what I'm leaning towards. Yeah. But she says, this is what you do if you're you know, taking pill if you have pill induced PCOS, this is when you have insulin resistant PCOS. And sometimes it's, you have a combination of it. Sometimes you have the inflammatory PCOS, mm-hmm. but I think the answer is not necessarily cutting things out because you've got to do what's realistic for you. Yep. And low impact workouts. I know you're also really into yoga. Yeah. Yeah. The low impact workouts
1: and looking at like where you're at in your cycle. And what workout works for them, for instance, you know, if you're on your period, low impact is going to be great because you got a lot of stuff going on, you know, you don't want to be out there trying to run a marathon or anything like that. No, But if you're in, um, I don't know, you know, there's four phases and, you know, when you're kind of in between your cycle, you have more energy and you require less sleep and all of that. So go out there and run eight miles. If you want to, you know, you can do the higher impact stuff then, but paying attention to where you're at in your cycle and how those workouts can help benefit you for those times. Um, Something else really interesting that I learned. So obviously we have 28 day, 32, 48 day cycles, you know, yep. depending on where you're at in your in your process. Um men have a 24 hour cycle. Isn't that crazy? Their hormones cycle in 24 hours, <laughs> whereas ours are literally four weeks plus. <laughs> is that why they're so moody? I know, right? I'm like, no wonder you were the same person at 8 a.m. today as you were yesterday. This is this is great. I am not. Yeah. (laughs) You know. I'm like, oh, that's
0: kind of refreshing though. It it all makes sense now. (laughs) Yeah. I, I can almost know when my period's coming just by how I'm looking at things. If I'm having a day where I'm just like, oh, I look like a monster. Everything sucks. I really don't feel like doing this. I sound crazy. Mm-hmm. Traffic is terrible. Traffic is the same every day. In Nashville. I mean, it's always going to be crazy if you're driving through downtown, but if the traffic's, some days I feel like, oh, this feels like three hours when really it's like 30 minutes. Yeah. I know. I know, but me I know too, like how that,
1: you know, you're having that self-talk and you're feeling some time away about it. And then you kind of tune in and you hit that self-awareness point where you're like, yeah. oh, I'm going to start my period in like tomorrow or in a couple of days or whatever. Yes. It's like, wait, how did I not know this? Like right away when this started to happen, you know, we're women, we're, we're in our thirties. So it's like, you're at that point where you feel like you should know that at a drop of the hat, it's so funny how that can be so
0: delayed at some exactly. point. Having to tell myself, Hey, calm down, honey. You're just getting research period. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yes. And it is almost a different person. And I think we all relate to that, but I'm also grateful that, cause it used to, I was relying on the pill pack to know when it was coming mm-hmm. and then I would be off the pills for a few days before I started. I was like, okay, we'll start any day now now I can kind of gauge my body kind of be more in tune to know when my cycle is. And I also have the app tracker. So I know I'm kind of trending towards a 28 day cycle, Mm -hmm. which it
1: definitely helps. And you're right. Being off the pill, you do kind of lose that sensitivity to what your body's supposed to be doing because you have something telling you what it's supposed to do. Yes. So when you're off of that, um, Man, you really do tune into a lot of different things, especially when you're really going through this research and trying to figure out how do I make my cycle shorter? How do I regulate my cycle more naturally? Um, it's kind of fun though, right? It's, it's really nice to be in tune with your body and know what your body's going to do and, and to figure all of that out. I mean, I've learned so much. I'm sure you have too over the, this you know point of diagnosis of PCOS to where I am now of just like how a woman's body is supposed to supposed to react and, and what it's supposed to do in general and like all the intricacies of that.
0: It's it's so intense. It really, we are kind of walking yeah. miracles. Really is. And I think too, I think this whole journey has given me a different attitude towards my period because there's so many, there's kind of stigma about it. When you first start, it's like, oh, you know, you're a woman now and, you know, <laughs> really is it's going to be awkward anyway, but it doesn't have to be as awkward as it was for me. Yeah. There's an element of shame in it. And then in your twenties, it's like, oh, let's fix your period. Let's make it shorter. Let's mm-hmm. make it lighter, convenient control. <laughs> and that sounded like, oh, it's a miracle. I don't have to have my period running my life. But now that I'm looking at it in a more holistic approach, it's like, why was And Yeah. It's a couple of days of pain, you know, yeah. just, take, pick, take some peppermint oil, Advil, whatever you have to do to That's get right. through it, but why? Is we not it so yeah. 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 Is that if you, um,
1: if you're, if you're like eating better and you're doing all these things for your health to make your cycle more regular, a lot of times when it comes, like it doesn't even feel as bad as it used to. That's true. You know, like I used to have terrible, terrible cramps. And since I've done these improvements to my health with my diet and exercise and changing products and stuff like that, like it just doesn't, it doesn't hurt as bad. Yeah. Um, you know, or maybe it's like every three hurts really terrible.
0: <laughs> and then the next yeah. one, this one will be okay. My, mine came on vacation and I could kind of feel it. I was a little anxious, but I was eating healthy that whole week. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't as cruci- excruciating as what I remember it once being. Yeah,
1: you could still go and function and and, and do whatever you needed yeah. to do. Yeah, that's amazing. And th-
0: again, here we are talking about things that people don't talk about. You never hear about. Yes. So it's, and, it's very. And crazy. I'm getting ready to publish it, so anybody that wants to know about my cycle can. <laughs> <laughs> our cycles can just listen to this episode. And, yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. And, and I'll just gonna kind of throw out a disclaimer out here just in case because I know this this topic does tend to I say trigger people, but if birth control is your solution and your thing, take it. We're not saying this is the way, Absolutely. this is the way we're talking about our personal journeys with our health. We're not discrediting anybody. It's you know, medicine, it's a practice. It is a practice they're learning, we're learning. So I'm not trying to discount anybody. I, I again I do both. I do Western medicine and I do the cultivate acupuncture. It's yeah. it's it's give and take, you know, your own body, your own journey. I know a lot of times people do get upset when other medical professionals speak out what they've learned and somebody else doesn't agree with it. And that's just not what we're trying to do. We're just talking about our own personal journeys, how Carly's journey with PCOS has inspired her to start her own business and build her own empire and how we make situations in life and turn them into opportunities. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's right. Everybody's different. Everybody's body's different. Everybody's life is different, you know? And I mean, that's what it all comes down to is just being supportive of each other, however we can. And, and listening to everybody's journey and taking away what you need from everybody else's story, you know, a lot to learn from
0: everybody. And I've always known, since I've known you, you've always been a mostly healthy eater, you know, a yogi. I remember you're telling about aloe water, one time, how it's good to drink aloe vera, how you're very intentional about your health, but the clean beauty that, is that a new thing for you? Is that something that you've been on a long journey with? Um,
1: I mean, it is pretty new. I feel like, I feel like I started with, um, you know, my food, uh, and I started with my drinking, you know, cutting back on that a lot. And I started with, uh, cleaning products because I think they were just, Dangerous. you know, more, yeah, more intuitively, like you notice right off the bat when you're spraying them, you're like, Oh my God, like, I should be breathing this in. <laughs> yeah. And so it was like, that was a good point to start at. So I started with my cleaning products and then, you know, just as I did more research with PCOS, nail polish was actually what kicked off the clean beauty stuff for me. So nail polish has a lot of hormone disruptors in it. And they actually, I had researched it and looked up and found some scary things about it. And then that week, um, Maria Shriver was on the Today Show talking about how her and her daughter are like very cognizant about what nail polish they use. And I was like, well, holy crap. Like, what does this mean? This is something telling me because I did all this research on this this week. I was skeptical about it because I'm skeptical about everything. I'm from the show me state. I'm from Missouri. So it's in my my blood and, um, you know, I just couldn't get over that. And so I switched to an all natural, pure nail polish. It works just as good as the regular ones. And then I just started looking at other things, um, obviously the dry shampoo came after that regular shampoo and conditioner came after that. And, you know, my advice for anybody that's looking to venture into clean beauty is to just take it one product at a time, you know, take that product that you are the most skeptical about or feeling some type of way, listen to your intuition about it and change it. And then whenever you run out of something else, think, Hey, I wonder if I could find this as a clean version and just switch one product at a time. I mean, I just switched to an all natural foundation three weeks ago. Um, so it's, it's for, it's a forever journey, especially if you have a lot of goos and gunks and beauty products, like I do, I'm obsessed. So it'll probably be never ending for me. I'm definitely
0: throwing out all my nail polishes after this, by the way. (laughs)
1: It's crazy. I, I mean, start with one color, start with your favorite color and, and build up. But there's some good options
0: out there for sure. That's amazing. Yeah. Nail polish, makeup. I'm seeing a lot more all natural makeup hit the market. So I'm mm-hmm. super excited about that. Clean beauty is becoming a movement. Another podcast I listen to called High Vibing It. My friend Kelsey, she's a cosmetologist by trade and she's on the podcast. And she was talking about how when she trained to be, Originally, she was doing eyebrows microblading and she was talking to someone from OSHA about what kind of chemicals can be used when they did the test. And at OSHA, they said, if you spray it or if the smell of it gives you a tickle in the nose, it's most likely toxic. Whoa. That's your shower curtains. I actually have something since we're talking about this today, I bought a new set of headphones and this is probably not the first thing I've bought. I bought a yoga mat that said this, and it says this product can expose you to chemicals, including... Bisphenol A, which is known to the state of California to cause cancer, birth defects, or reproductive harm. And for more information, go to p65warnings.ca.gov. And California is the only state that's monitoring this right now. That is crazy. So just like, looking- <laughs> yeah, and I have a friend who's a flight attendant. She says that she goes, she goes to Europe a lot mm. and she takes an extra bag that she can check just to put her beauty products in because she buys all her beauty products, makeup in Europe, because even popular brands like Estee Lauder and Chanel formulate mm. them differently in Europe on European standards, which are higher standards than what we allow in this country. They, oh, yeah. it, it's insane they right? it up here the
1: list to what the us allows and what the eu allows i mean and the fact that they're different i'm just like do we not have a global standard for this should we not does that not make sense yeah you know um going back to it i'm going to say it one more time because i think it's just so important you got to be your own advocate and look into things because people are out there to make money you know and they're not all out there to make sure that it's the best for your health um, and that's just, that's just the world where we live in, you know, so adjust to it and respond the best you can.
0: Yeah. I think be your own advocate is an amazing message because we live in a profit over people world. 100%. And everybody, and this is going to go into a whole thing, but a lot of people are trained based on profit-based industries. Mm-hmm. Yep. that. So, yeah, you really gotta do your own research and figure out what works for you because you know some people with our condition, they can eat they can eat you know ice cream from McDonald's and feel fine afterwards, other yeah. people may not,
1: yeah,
0: and just like you were saying with the birth- birth control, you know
1: birth control may work for you, it may not work for somebody else yeah. it's like it, we're all different, and you've just gotta. Go with your intuition and go with what feels good and and that's something I feel like I think you kind of learn as you go along and get a little older in life too is you're kind of not made initially to listen to that intuition so much and as oh, you get older you start to have that self awareness that intuition starts to get stronger and you start to think oh maybe i shouldn't talk to this boy <laughs> or like maybe i shouldn't use this product and it, just listen to that because it'll it'll guide you in the best way possible
0: yes intuition is everything and the, the more i live the more i realize i have to listen <laughs> to it and do what my gut tells me because my gut has really never led me astray.
1: Yeah, it really won't. It's a hard lesson to learn. <laughs> it takes too long sometimes, but once you've got it, it's, it's a gift for
0: sure. Absolutely. It's one of the best gifts we're born with. Yep. yep. Now tell us, and I ask everybody this question, tell us about a book that changed your life. Oh they could be any God. book. It could be a fictional book. It can just be a Self development book, a business yeah. book, whatever it is. What is what is your favorite? So,
1: I am not a huge reader. I'm just going to be honest. As far as like full books, I I play twenty questions, podcast or every day. I ask Google all the questions about everything, especially like with this business and everything. Um, a lot of the books that I do have are yoga related from whenever I went through my 200 hour or self helpish And I kind of hate that, that term. Um, yeah, it's, more wonder, it's more like a growth thing, right? Yeah, I, I, I guess growth is just more of a positive word. I wish that it was like a self-growth book instead of a self-help. Um, but I guess if I had to say one, I would say, and tell me if you've read this, the four agreements from Don Miguel Ruiz. Mm-hmm. I
0: I haven't read it it's on my list though and I think I actually have a copy because I keep hearing about the four agreements it's it is the word yes
1: don't take things personally don't take things personally um don't make assumptions okay and always do your best always do your best and the way this guy breaks this down it's like from ancient toltec knowledge so like back with like the mayans and the incans and so very very old ancient knowledge the way he breaks it down it's just it's so applicable and so relatable and you know we all have those situations where you start to get anxiety about something someone said to you or something that you said and this, these four agreements just really hem everything up to where you can kind of compartmentalize a lot of things that you have anxiety about, or a lot of things that you're dealing with into those four agreements. And it just helps you justify things a little bit, helps you have a good positive perspective on a lot of different things. So I I really love
0: that. That sounds like a great pocket guide.
1: It's great. It's great.
0: I'm, I'm going to download that because I do a lot like you. I do a lot of driving mm-hmm. and a lot of books that I read or are list, listening to.
1: Yeah, I actually I listened to this one first and then I bought the actual book and read it again a couple of years later. Uh, his voice is phenomenal. He's very easy to listen to. It's definitely not a sleeper um, and it just flows so well and it's pretty quick, actually. So I th- I think that's perfect. Yeah, I think you would love it as a listening.
0: Fantastic. I'm writing it down. And then tell us, so this started out as a budgeting podcast. So i ask every guest this, what is the one thing you don't go cheap on?
1: Oh man, such a good question. Oh, let's see. I really like fancy toilet paper. <laughs> Not nail no, girl hair. all the way. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta have good toilet paper. It just feels good. Whenever I go to somebody's yeah. house and they have good toilet paper, I'm just like, I'm happy about it. Um, and then the other thing would be my skincare. Um, Amen. Yes, it is definitely something that you have to splurge on. It feels good for me to splurge on it. I don't feel bad about it. I feel like I'm rewarding myself, Um, but I just think it's really important, you know, um, to, to take care of your face. And I've struggled with acne a lot. And so spending money on that to have a better uh, reaction on my face <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it means a lot to me. Cause I mean, just think of how much more confident you feel whenever you feel like you look good, whenever you don't have pimples or anything like that. It's just, it it does a lot for my confidence. So
0: putting your have best face forward, forward, literally. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That, that's that's, okay. Skincare is my number one splurge. I like that. It's a good one. So everything, I mean, just it's luxurious. It's nice to have that skincare routine. And I like it when people think I'm a lot younger than I am. So <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> you, you got that for sure too. Um,
1: I feel like you definitely have a baby face. Yes. I think
0: you do too. It's <laughs> skincare investment. That's right. Yes. Do it guys. Do it. <laughs> um, I want you to let everyone know. Where they can find you, how they can support you, and also any lasting advice you have for the listeners. Yeah,
1: so the best ways to keep up with Sif Naturals right now are to sign up for our mailing list at SIFNaturals.com. Um it's just a one page website right now. We are working on all the goods on the inside now to have that launch whenever this product is available for you guys which I am hoping to have a date for that for you soon, Uh, but sign up there so I can let you know when it is going to go live. And you're also going to get exclusive discounts if you're signed up on that mailing list. Um, So that is super exciting. And then also follow on SIFT Naturals um, on Instagram. That way you guys can see what the ingredients are in this product. I'm posting pretty much on the daily now, just to give you guys insight into the product and when it's going to launch what's in it, all the great things that have to do with sift, um, and this volumizing dry shampoo powder that we'll be coming out with very,
0: very soon. So exciting. I'm going to be first in line to try it for sure. (laughs) I love a good dry shampoo, but yeah, we're so excited to support you. Thank you for sharing your story with us. And your words of wisdom, I know many people are going to listen to this, feel inspired, and they're going to start being better to themselves with your dry shampoo with sift Naturals. I love it. Awesome. Also, if you guys
1: have any questions or whatever, just reach out to me. I'm, I'm as close as Instagram is. So right from your phone, you know, if you have any questions about the product or about my journey, about PCOS, anything like that, I'm an open book. So feel free to,
0: to reach out. Yes. And I'm going to put your information in the show notes as well. Cool. I love that. All right. Yeah. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. This has been great. Hi, it's Ella, the host of For Better Self and Net Worth podcast. I wanted to, first of all, thank you for listening and supporting an independent podcast. I'm an aspiring motivational speaker and marketer who wanted to give a platform to other risk takers, empire builders, and out of the box lifers in the world. By listening, you are showing support for everyday folks like you and myself pursuing the lives they've always wanted by ditching societal norms and dedicating time to others. To show more support, feel free to leave a review on iTunes and subscribe on Spotify. You can also find the show on iHeartRadio, Amazon Podcast, and many other independent platforms. Thank you again for listening, and I hope you are feeling inspired.